Hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy Tuesday. I hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day yesterday. I'm actually recording this on Valentine's, so hello. <laughs> um, I Basically, our plans for today is we're spending the day at home at their apartment, and we're going to cook dinner together. Really, we had our Valentine's Day plans. We celebrated early on Friday. And we went out to this Mexican restaurant that Alex has been really wanting to try, which is really interesting because it has California flavors is what they were kind of marketing towards. So it was okay. I personally am not a fan of any lime and cilantro flavors. And basically the entire menu was all of that. And Alex loved it because he loves that type of stuff. But it was kind of a miss for me. But we still had a really great Valentine's pre-Valentine's, I guess is what we're trying to say. Um, but yeah, that's what we're doing today. And I posted on my i.genuinely.podcast Instagram. Give us a follow if you want. That's where I post a lot of polls and stuff. But anyways, I posted on the social media account and asked what everyone else's plans was for Valentine's Day. And I was pretty shocked because a lot of people are actually doing the same thing as us. I mean, it's kind of awkward this year because Valentine's lands on a Monday. So it's kind of like after work, you know, and your significant other sometimes doesn't get off at the same time. And then it's probably around 7 p.m. dinner. And I don't know what the standard dinner time is for you guys. But for me, my dinner time is 530 or 6, which some people argue that that is very early. But anyways, so I just thought that was pretty cool and interesting. Um, and a lot of people are doing Galentine's Day. Some people are going out to a fancy dinner. So it's just very cool. I think everyone has a different view of Valentine's, but it's a, it's a little sweet holiday in February. Um, and it's also funny because I just came back from work. So I'm recording this on Valentine's Day after work. And my boss just came in my office and he's like, want to leave early for Valentine's? Let's wrap it up. I'm like, I am so down to leave early for Valentine's. <laughs> so our, my bosses are pretty cool. They pretty much any holiday will get off early and it's awesome. But anyways, kind of going back to the Alex thing and what we've been up to. If you listened to last week's podcast episode, we did an episode together called How I Met My Husband. And I had Alex on here and we talked about how we met and he kind of gave his commentary and I gave my little interjections of commentary that I needed to, it was important details that I needed to include in the story. But it's that episode did really well. And I'm really glad that you guys enjoyed it. I got a couple of text messages saying that he's very funny. And I was like, oh, that's good. People can see that he is funny. That's that's one of the reasons that I also married him is I think he just he and I both have very similar humor. This is totally random. But it's like like when I tell you we have really odd humor, I think sometimes. Actually, I don't even think this is funny, but we always have the tendency to guest font, like font names when we're out. Like, oh, Chili's is definitely a Calibre font. I don't know. I find that hilarious that I can relate to someone with that. I And we will like laugh if things are... Um, I'm specifically thinking about one Chili's right now that we constantly pass and it drives us nuts because the Chili's logo on the front of the building is not centered. It's like shifted and it just drives us both insane. That's our humor. I don't I don't even know how to describe that humor. It's not dry humor. It's not funny, funny humor. I don't know. Anyways, but I really enjoyed having him on the podcast and I'm hoping to bring him on again soon. I'm 
would love for him to come on monthly. I think the next episode we're actually talking about and we're currently writing down and creating is doing a newlyweds podcast about how we budget things and how we manage our finances. So I think that would be very interesting. I don't know if you guys would be interested in that, but I mean, it's going to be coming out anyways. We're going to release it probably in March when things kind of, it's a, it's a very, you know, taboo subject. So we're trying to just make sure we have all of our points and um, we're not missing anything. But that's something we're really excited to record. And it was really funny because he really enjoyed also recording on the podcast. And after we had finished Stop Recording, he looked at me and he was saying, I get it. This is so fun. And I'm like, right, this is, I love podcasting. But I am going to be having more guests on the show. I have my best friend who's going to be coming on soon. I don't, we don't have a date scheduled yet, but definitely going to have her on the podcast. And I just love hearing what other people have to say, you know? Uh, But anyways, before we get into today's episode, we'll do a little quick life update if that wasn't even an an update in it of itself. Uh, But basically this weekend has been pretty eventful again and it was to a point where like I've been having a lot of fun, like a lot of fun catching up with a ton of different people, but also the introvert in me is also needing time to have to myself to kind of recharge my social battery. So yesterday was the Super Bowl. The Rams won. Woohoo. Not even really a big football fan, but I was just voting for LA because I was born in LA and lived there for like seven years. So cool thing. So nice. Didn't watch the Super Bowl halftime. Um, gonna probably watch that after this because I'm actually curious because that's all I'm seeing on TikTok and I'm getting FOMO. <laughs> so um, our church actually held like a Super Bowl party and it was kind of like the big event that we were gonna do. And I had said I was gonna go, but then after this whole weekend, I was just that that's when I took my mental health rest day because the game started at 6 30 and I knew it was going to end around 10 and as someone who's not a big football fan nor cares about the teams that are playing I was like I'm going to stay home and I ate chips and guac on the couch I watched some Disney shows I got to clean the house a little bit which I love it's very therapeutic to me Um, but I loved it I had a great night (laughs) and then on Saturday I went and got breakfast with a new friend. She is super cool, very open, lives really close to us. So it was really nice to kind of get to know each other a little more. She's a little older and she's kind of like mentoring me and just navigating newly wed relationships and everything new that we are learning, you know? So it was really nice and refreshing. And I really enjoyed that conversation. And pretty much the majority of the rest of the Saturday was we had my sister-in-law came over with her husband and Alex and um, the other, the husband went out and played golf for a little bit. And I got to just spend some quality time with my sister-in-law. It was really nice because ever since we've met, we haven't really gotten a chance to spend one-on-one time together. And so, because every time we don't live close to each other, it's about an hour and a half drive. So we just kind of committed to a date to, you know, get a chance to just talk one-on-one and it was really nice. And we went shopping and we got some coffee and then later on we just met up with the boys and had dinner. So I really enjoyed Saturday. It was really, really nice. But like I said, just needed to take a mental recharge on Sunday. 
Um, and I guess the last update I have is some, it's like really weird. I'm not sure what's going on with my body right now, but, uh, and I guess I'll give a warning if you don't like to talk about like sickness and throwing up because I have been randomly throwing up recently and it's every Saturday night at like 9 p.m. And it's very, very odd because at first we thought maybe it was like a food allergy or food poisoning, but that wasn't it because it's been two weeks in a row now and I just don't understand what's going on. It's random. Like I feel fine throughout the entire week and the entire day. And then right when nine o'clock hits, I just run to the bathroom and start throwing up and it's really weird. So I was talking to my mom about it. She thinks it might be like a COVID post symptom thing, but I don't know. If you guys have any ideas, please send me a DM because I am quite unsure what's going on and I'm not looking forward to this Saturday. I'm very curious if uh, this is going to be a pattern and if so, I'm definitely going to see a doctor at this point. But anyways, so today's episode I am super excited to talk about. It's called you know, things that are you splurge money on and what you like to spend money on and just giving a clarification and a disclosure that these are just opinions. Everyone manages their money different and I there's not a right or wrong answer. I just genuinely have a curiosity to see what other people's priorities are. And like I said, there's no right or wrong answer. So I asked on my Instagram what you think is worth splurging splurging and spending money on. And it was pretty like unanimous across the board. So which kind of is awesome because then I can just kind of go into more detail of things. But I would say like before we go into those responses, uh, I'll just tell you some that I know from experience um, and just like my daily life of knowing people. So for instance, my boss, he loves spending money on food and like fine dining. He goes maybe twice a week. And the only reason why I know this is because he talks about it a lot. Like I think he's been in every restaurant in Georgia because he is just always eating at a different restaurant and always has really great food recommendations. And not only does he do that, but we have a couple friends that they just love spending money on food. And they would rather spend money on food rather than like getting new clothes or, you know what I mean? Like they'll get new clothes, but it's just that that's the priority is food. And I just think that's so interesting because I think, you know, Alex and I are kind of on the same page of where our priorities are with our money. And like, for instance, having a car, like a nice car, we're like, even if we're millionaires, I don't really care about getting like a Mercedes or a Porsche or something. Like we're pretty much on the same page of like, we, our priority is getting a nice house. Anyways, that's going off topic. But so I thought that was very interesting because like Alex and I will go eat maybe a fine dining, maybe once every two months, but food is kind of just food in our little household. So we don't really necessarily care about that. But like I said, that's just so interesting that people love food that much. Um, And another example that I would give is I follow one girl on Instagram And she literally has a whole Instagram account dedicated to designer purses. And she constantly posts how much she thinks the investment is totally worth it and buying a designer purse. And I don't mean like, like she, I'm talking about, she talks about Louis Vuitton, Chanel, YSL. She totally um, loves to spend money and splurge on purses and 
I don't know if I can agree with that. And like I said, I just want to keep disclosing these are just opinions, but I listen, I love a good designer purse. Totally on board. I get it. It's nice to have brand names of things, which we'll get into a little bit later in this episode. But I think it's also, I like to be practical with just like my financial decisions. So while I do love designer purses, I'm looking at designers more like Kate Spade and Coach and I'm like in a coach phase right now, but I think they're very, they're still very cute designer purses. And I think that they are a really, um, what is the word? Like an affordable, it's a decent price for a designer purse rather than, you know, a Louis Vuitton that's like three months rent. So I guess that's kind of like what, how I see the situation. But again, that's just very interesting that, you know, and I'm sure there's, I mean, the quality, obviously there's a reason why these purses are so expensive is because the quality is like amazing. But again, priorities, right? Um, The second thing that I would say was probably the most unanimous across the board. Everyone said splurging on vacation, which I 100% agree. That's exactly how I would have answered the question. Um, I think it's really important to budget um, on an everyday basis. And even if you can't budget, and we'll talk about this later when Alex and I sit down and talk about how we budget for things, because I guess budgeting sometimes can be interpreted differently. So some people are really strict budgeters. I've seen YouTube videos or TikToks of people going to the bank and you pull out the certain cash and you put them in envelopes like food, groceries, and gas and everything. For us, we kind of especially when we're newly married, we don't have a really good idea of how much we're like is an average that we spend in certain things. So right now what we're doing is we're tracking. So I think for the first year is fine to just track. So it's trying to understand and getting an average. So like already I'm learning usually our average amount for groceries is $100 per week. So it's kind of just learning. And then like I notice that I usually need to spend maybe $150 a month on like new clothes or like house decor. And that's like enough to feed my um, my like desire to shop. Like that's pretty so it's pretty much just learning learning how you guys work. And I think that's even if you're not married, it's just you can't really just start budgeting strictly overnight. You have to track first and see, then you can see and look at all the things that you're spending money on and you can cut from there. Like I think an easy example is how many times you eat out a week. So we'll budget that and, or we'll keep track of that. And at the end of the month, we'll be like, Ooh, we spent a little too much on eating out next month. Let's try eating at home more. So it's kind of stuff like that is just learning how to track your money. Anyways. Um, so what basically all of that was to go into, that's like an everyday life thing. So I think when you do plan vacations, it's really like for Alex and I, we splurge on vacation. If you're budgeting every single day of your life and tracking money and being pretty wise with your finances, I a hundred percent believe that it's okay to splurge on vacation. And what I mean by splurging is like, you know, um, I'll just give you an example. When Alex and I go to Disney, we, you know, I'll get Starbucks every morning. I'll get the treat at the park, you know, a Mickey shaped popsicle. Heck yeah, I'll get that. <laughs> um, 
or even like trying a new restaurant that you've been dying to try. Like um, at Polynesian, they have a like a all you can eat breakfast. So stuff like that, that is totally worth splurging on because not only are they creating memories and experiences, which is kind of rolled this conversation kind of rolls into part two is a lot of people said experiences. It's like I would much rather create memories that are that are like I'll forever treasure and can remember than having like a tangible item. Um, but so yeah, I would definitely because it's also like it's not like I'm buying Starbucks every single day of my life. So splurging a little bit on vacation is totally worth it. And I think it's it helps keep you sane. And I think I wish I kind of said started this episode with that. But like I said, it's important to budget every day, but also it's okay to splurge because you gotta you gotta stay sane, you know? And there's a quote actually from Gigi Hadid. I wonder if I can find it really quick. Um, but she basically eats like super healthy. You know, she's a supermodel and she eats healthy majority of the time. But then she said that she eats a burger every once in a while to stay sane. So and there's even like another concept out there that's called like 80-20. So you can apply that to anything. And it's just kind of stressing the point of balance. So, for example, you could be working out 80% of the week and then 20% of the time you can rest. It's not like a you have to do this everyday thing. So moral of the story is it's okay to splurge. And um, going into part two of experiences, uh, you know, especially I think when it comes to your honeymoon, I think that's like a big thing I wanted to touch on specifically because you get one honeymoon. And especially when you're newly married, and you're probably running on adrenaline after the wedding and now you get to – it's like the kickoff to um, all the adventures that you're going to get to face together. So I would definitely, like I said, just splurging on experiences and vacations. And also, especially, you know, not even talking to newlyweds right now, but if it's something that you absolutely love, you will not regret spending money on an experience. Like so, for instance – um, the Atlanta Braves, they won the World Series, right? Or they got to the World Series and it was here in Georgia. And I know some huge Atlanta Braves fans and I know some of them who bought World Series tickets and that was their splurge because, I mean, how many times is in a lifetime is the Atlanta Braves going to go to the World Series? Hopefully many more times. But the point is that is a total experience that you can like tell your kids, you know, I went to the 2021 World Series game. So it's stuff like that. Or even um, if you're a huge fan of a certain artist, like for me, I would say I love Selena Gomez, but at the time I also really loved Taylor Swift. And I think if you're, I know one girl who has an obsession with Taylor Swift and I really think, I think that's hilarious because I, I mean, I totally get it. There's a huge Taylor Swift following, but I would totally buy Pitt floor stage seats to watch Taylor Swift because she is an amazing performer and that's something that you will not regret and I think like just saving even if um that also can have something to do with budgeting is saving up for these big experiences totally worth it um so like I said you know especially when you love something you're not going to regret an experience to splurge on and I'm going to kind of categorize this little, um, a lot of the responses kind of summarize the one big point, I think. And it's basically quality over quantity. And I'll start with furniture. 
I had some people say that spending and splurging your money on big quality furniture is worth it and totally worth the investment. And I would agree. I I don't know if I can personally tell you guys that I have spent a lot of money on one ticket furniture right now. I'm looking around the apartment and I actually don't think I've spent more than like $300 on any big ticket items yet. But I think it also depends on the space that you're in. So for this apartment, obviously we're not going to buy a huge grand entertainment center right now. I think like just having our, we bought this one from Amazon and I I personally love it, but I know that is not going to fit into when we get a house. So it's also understanding the space that you're in right now. But Alex and I have already talked about, we are 1000% the first purchase we're going to do after we buy a house is get a new couch because we, you know, thankfully I'm very blessed that my parents gave us their old couch for us to have in our apartment. Because we all know couches are not cheap, but I would love to have a couch that's like wider because the couch that we have right now kind of feels like you have to sit very like straight and you can't really slouch or put your feet up on it. So definitely I would agree because spending more money on higher quality items will also not only be better quality, but it also will last you in the long run. Like you'll be able to continuously use it and and it's going to be harder to wear down. So for instance, um, in our bedroom, our nightstands were like $50 each um, at Walmart. And it works right now in this space, like I said, but that those nightstands are not going to look like that in probably a year and a half. They're pro- they're already getting water stains on it, and I'm sure it's going to get chipped during moves and stuff. So I 100% agree um, that definitely high you know spending money on high quality items is going to be worth it in the long run. And that kind of leads into the next point is <laughs> splurging on clothes, and I totally get it. I don't think. I don't know if the boys will get it, but, you know, and I, so, cause you know, some boys are like, it's just clothes. And sometimes parents are saying that, but honestly, the way that you feel when you love the clothes that you're wearing and you feel confident in it, it it's so awesome. Like I, I totally understand this. I recently went shopping to get new clothes because I wanted new work clothes. And I feel like sometimes when I go into work, Um, I kind of sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to be here today. I just want to be home. But then I get so excited when I bought a new pair of like dress dresses and blazers and stuff. I'm like, I'll wake up early the next day because I'm so excited to wear these clothes and I feel confident. So I totally understand splurging on clothes. And I think there's even a new trend right now of kind of going into the quality over quantity thing where people are trying to minim- like have a minimalistic closet and only having 20 items that are staple pieces and that are good quality staple pieces. So for instance, having like a good pair of jeans or a black turtleneck, a white V-neck or something. So there's things that they can easily be thrown all, like you can find every kind of combination um, with just 20 pieces. And I really, really want to get there. Um, but I think I'm going to be honest, sometimes I'm just a huge saver and I I just love saving. And like I said, love splurging at the same time occasionally. Um, but I think 
it's hard for me to wrap around the principle of, you know, yes, you can throw all your clothes away and get 20 staple pieces and like you buy a $60 black turtleneck from this store, but it'll last you forever. But it's like, oh, the principle of spending $60 on a black turtleneck when I could go to like TJ Maxx and get four shirts with that money and that's like more clothes, whatever. So I think I still struggle with that Um, because I personally love having, you know, a ton of different options in in my closet. But like I said, totally understand the splurging on clothes thing because you it just makes the world of a difference when you love what you're wearing. Um, Another thing that someone said was investing and like splurging on good pair of shoes. I am personally not really a shoe person. I, I will say I have like three pairs of shoes that I always wear and that's pretty much it. And I think especially though if you have work shoes and like I remember when I worked at the Disney store, it is so important to like I bought first maybe these $10 Walmart black sneakers hated it. My feet were like they were so sore and achy at the end of the day. And I just spent like the $70 at Nike to get a good pair of black shoes. And that was totally worth the investment. So I definitely agree with having really nice work shoes. And I think like having a good pair of shoes, like something that you, for me personally, I know someone who like she loves shoes and she collects shoes. And I think that's awesome. Um, For me, I think it's important to have three. I think three is a good number, like having a pair of white shoes, black shoes, and brown shoes. And I think that can go for the winter and the summertime. So make sure you have like heels or flip-flops and boots that are those colors. So it's like those are staple colors that will pretty much match out anything. Um, And I guess the last thing before we run out of time, I threw some random, I have like some random points that I was like, just splurge on these. It's really random. I'm telling you. But I would say, I think, especially being newly married and in your twenties and you're like building up your income and savings account is I think we tend to have like gravitate towards generic brands and stores like Good and Gather at Target or Kroger brand. But let me tell you two things right now that you should just get the brand names and splurge on the $2 more. It would be Saran Wrap and Trash Bags because let me tell you, there is an absolute difference between generic brand and the brand name. Sometimes you can't tell with things. Like I get generic Publix brand butter, can't tell. I couldn't tell. You could have three different brand name butters in front of me and I they all taste the same to me. But let me tell you, there is a difference between saran wrap and trash bags. But And that's where I'm going to leave you guys off today because I, I don't even know why. I just, those were like the first two things when I was kind of like outlining what I wanted to say in today's episode. But yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did, you can rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you can leave a review to help us grow this podcast together. And you can also follow us on Instagram at i.genuinely.podcast, and that's where I post my polls and DMs, questions, ask for stories. So that's like how pretty much you can get involved with the podcast. And yeah, I hope you guys, like I said, enjoyed today's episode, and I will see you next Tuesday. Bye.